You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenta Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Now, fans, I'm going to bring you the same energy. I'm going to bring you the same excitement that I always bring uh, to the show. However, we got some things we need to speak about. We just do. And y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. We got some things that we need to speak about. Uh, And by that, I mean this 105-73 loss to Florida State, a Florida State team that had not played in quite some time. And when I say quite some time, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. They hadn't played since, I want to say, December 29th. So, there was a two-week layoff before this game. And yet and still, NC State took a 32-point L. That needs to be talked about. Also, we're going to talk about ESPN's way too early uh, 2021 season uh, rankings. Preseason rankings, right? I... this loss has left me a little speechless. It honestly has. Because when I I look at this game and I say to myself, what went wrong? The list of things is too long. The list of things, honestly and truly, is too long. The better question would be, what went right? And when I look at that, I can say, well... Jericho Helms, his shooting in uh in early in the game in the first three minutes of the game, that went right. That's that's about it. That's literally, that's about it. Again, this team had more turnovers than assists. You can't live like that. You cannot live like that. Ten assists, eleven turnovers. Again, we do not have dynamic isolation scores. We don't have a bunch of guys that you could just say, hey, get out of their way, let them roll. They're going to do something amazing. We don't have that type of team. We don't have that type of talent. So why we end up playing so much iso ball, beyond me. And granted, Florida State did have an exceptional night from a multitude of areas. For example... 67, 66.6%, 12 of 18 from three. That is, even if you leave most college teams fairly open for 18 threes, they're not going to make 12. They're not. But Florida State managed to. They went 100% from the free throw line. They shot 70% from the field. These are all things that when I look at them, I say to myself, well, It was just Florida State's night. But also, NC State. This this here was just horrific. When I saw that Manny Bates wasn't going to be in the lineup, I already knew against a very long, very athletic Florida State team, we were going to be in trouble on the boards. I rebounded 32-9. I mean, 32-19. I'm sorry. It's tough. It's tough. To, to see a game like this that got away from State so early. So early. 
through, I want to say, the first, again, first three minutes when Jericho Helms was hot. That was the only time the game was close. After that, Florida State pulled away, never looked back. Never looked back. NC State was just flatly outclassed tonight, dominated in every facet tonight. And this is one of those games that I think is so bad. And again, as a former NC State athlete, I can tell you, I don't know if they have this for basketball, but for football, I know for a fact, which I would assume transfers over across the board. There were some games where you get beat so bad, where you came out so flat, where things went so wrong, you don't even watch it. You don't even watch it. You literally just trash the tape, act like it never happened, move on to the next day, move on to the next game. And honestly, that's what I think NC State should do here. That is honestly and truly what I believe NC State should do here. Because, again, you've got Georgia Tech coming up next. you got a Virginia team who looked phenomenal against Notre Dame earlier today. You've got to throw this game away, erase it out of your minds, act like it never happened. Because this was just horrendous. This was a beatdown of beatdowns of beatdowns. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you had told anybody, hey, I got FSU plus 30, you want parts of that? People would be selling that. Hey, take, honey, take everything we got out of savings. We're going to put it down on this. A 32-point loss to a team that had not played, that had not played since literally 2020, we're into the end of the second week. Can't live like this. Can't do it. Can't do it. This three-game snide is tough. This three-game snide is it's it's awful. But now, what what is NC State constituted of? Again, I said this before. I have and I never said at any point in time, we're gonna see how great this NC State team is. We're gonna see them go out there and in these next five games, they're gonna dominate. They're gonna whoop the wheels off of this team, this team, and this team. I always said, and you can roll back the tape on the previous episodes if you don't believe me. I always said, going into this stretch, starting with Clemson, ending with the boys in blue, going into that stretch, we will see exactly what this state team is made of. We will see exactly what this team's bones are. Three straight losses so far, one of which came in blowout fashion. It's it's a possibility that we have to look at ourselves, that we have to be honest with ourselves and say, maybe this is what this team is made of. I'd hope not. Again, we still have not seen uh, a loss when all of all of our big minutes and all of our uh, all of our meaningful players in the rotation are healthy. However, because of the way that 2020 ended and 2021 is beginning beginning, we may not see a time where everybody's healthy, everybody's good, everybody's there, everybody's available. That may not be the case this year. This is the year of adjusting, of adapting, of figuring it out, of working with what you got, of winning with what you got. Because if you can't do that, well, we, we, we see. We see what happens to teams who can't adapt and adjust 
to one or two guys we're missing. I know with the way that this roster is constructed, you need your second big to be available. Sure. Sure. I'm not I'm not knocking that. I'm not discounting that. But a 32-point loss where you look outclassed the entire time, a, a big means a lot. Trust me. I, I understand the, the way that, you know, when there's, when there's a, a shot that goes up, if the offense rebounds it nine times out of ten, all of the defenders have gone to either A, leak out, or B, crash the boards. So nine times out of ten, they're no longer on this the guys who are shooters at the perimeter. But and and that getting a an offensive rebound in that scenario leads to an easy open three. But that was not the case for all of this. A lot of this was just dribble penetration. NC State couldn't stay players from NC State couldn't stay in front of their man. Somebody has to come over and help and rotate. Off the rotation, the ball is going to move faster than your defenders. And then, boom, open three. So, NC State has to find itself. NC State has to be honest with itself. This game here, I honestly and truly believe is a crossroads for this team. This, that's, that's the honest to God truth. I don't know any other way to describe it. How they respond to this will tell you exactly what this team is made of. What is it made of? Is it made of the right stuff? And if I'm talking about being made of the right stuff, I got to talk to you all about Bill Bar. Bill Bar is one of the best protein bars in the game. It is high fiber, high protein, low sugar, low fat. This bar makes you feel like it's cheat day in every single bite, but it is not. It is great for the health conscious listener. It will help you lose weight, maintain weight, or whatever other goals you may have. Just by eating this amazing treat. So, go on over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for tons of savings and goodies. Again, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. To get tons of savings and goodies, folks. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, folks, ESPN dropped their way too early top 25. And um, I just, I, I think it's very interesting. I think it's it's very interesting to see uh, the 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 uh, way too early top twenty five for twenty twenty one twenty twenty one twenty twenty two season because I, it it often again I've already talked about it at nauseum and I'll keep beating the table for it but the uh, twenty twenty the twenty twenty one top twenty five way too early top twenty five is a very interesting list. It's a very interesting list because, of course, you've got the the uh, usual suspects at the top. Of course. That's a given. That's a granted. They will always be up there. 
until the cows come home, until something happens, you'll always have your top teams at the top. You've got Clemson at number one, Alabama at number two, Oklahoma at number three, Georgia at number four, Ohio State at number five, Texas A&M at number six, UNC at number seven, Iowa State at number eight, USC uh, at number nine, the Trojans, of course, number nine, number 10, Hoosiers, number 11, Cincinnati, number 12, Iowa, number 13, Oregon, number 14, Washington, Number 15, Notre Dame. Number 16, Florida. Number 17, Wisconsin. 18, Ole Miss. 19, Louisiana. 20, LSU. 21, Longhorns. 22, Penn State. 23, Coastal Carolina. 24, Liberty. 25, Miami. Here's what I find so interesting about this list. And and I could I could take my time breaking this down all day and night. I really could. I really could. I really could break down what all of these teams uh are what all of these teams are losing or whatnot. Or what all of these teams showed me this year that shows this is literally a lie and a half. This is quite literally every type of lie in the world. But it is what it is. I just I find this list so interesting for a wide plethora of reasons. A wide plethora of reasons. Again, assuming health on everyone, assuming health to everyone that hasn't had any injuries sustained so far. We look at all the guys who have entered the draft already. Look at all the guys who have entered the transfer portal already and whatnot. Some of these teams I don't I don't see where they get it from. I don't see where this this belief that some of these teams are where they're ranked is. What what about a lot of these teams has these warrants these rankings? Again, other than Kerry Angeline, what offensively, uh Kerry Angeline and Joe Scorthorpe, what offensively is NC State really losing? Defensively. I I honestly think we'll get better. Yes, we lost to Lee McNeil, huge loss. All-American, future first-round pick. No offense or buts about that. However, everywhere else, you either get guys back or we're bringing in guys. Because, again, I love Malik Dunlap as a player. I really do. He was a huge, just a, just a Mack truck of a corner at 6'4", 220. However, I've always said he's not a corner. Somebody should show the young man, the film of Cam Chancellor, and say, this can be you. This can be you. You're a little quicker, a little faster. Not as hard of a hitter, but you're a little quicker, a little faster. All that hidden stuff, that's mentality. That's just your want to. Do you want to do it? So I think that that was a loss on defense. But other than that, everybody's coming back. Everybody who played a ton of snaps coming back, except for uh, a few guys as far as walk-ons and whatnot. Uh, Isaac Duffy did a great job when he was asked to fill in. However, he's chosen to move on. That's fine. But again, what has NC State lost that warrants them being outside of this top 25? I don't get it. They beat Liberty. They beat Liberty. Like, what? 
again, I'm not going to talk about other teams because, again, from really about number seven back, there's a lot to be said here. There is a lot to be said here. If I'm really going from the place where I can, like, literally each and every team, about number 14 back, I could say each and every team. I can point to obvious holes where I'm like, eh, I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. This, this doesn't make sense. But I'm just going to talk about NC State here. Returning their leaders in almost every category. Their leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, receptions, receiving touchdowns. Like what, what more? What more can NC State bring back? And I know that the bowl loss to a 4-6 and six Kentucky was a black eye, but again, there seems to be context for everybody except us. There seems to be this thought of, oh, we understand how opt-outs and injuries and all that play a factor for every team except us. It's all right, though. NC State thrives and flourishes in the underdog role. It is only when NC State is expected to do well and win that we see uh, just those god-awful years. So with that being said, absolutely. The rest of America, please keep sleeping. Keep it up. Great job. Don't rock the boat. Don't don't say anything about this NC State team possibly being good. Don't y'all dare put that under over on wins at 10. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare do it. Please. Please. Keep on, keep on keeping on with the same old stuff, okay? Keep on keeping on with the same old stuff. Because, again, this team that is coming back, I believe, is more talented than uh, the team we just watched. I honestly and truly do. And, again, as I have said about this team all year, with the slightest modicum of health, with just a pinch of health, with just a pinch, the only uh, the only unit that I think was healthy for the most part for most of, if not all, the year fantasy state was the receiving core. That's it. That's it. Every other unit, there was just injuries on injuries on injuries on injuries. And yet and still, somehow the belief is, oh, NC State probably will not be one of the best 25 teams in America next year. Okay. All right. I mean, I, if you say so, I guess. Not going to ask you too many questions about it. I really and truly am not. But again, all of the things that you look at as far as, uh, like I said, leaders of, of almost every category. Leaders in almost every category. All coming back. Bam Knight, Ricky Persons, top rusher. Jordan Houston, number three, all coming back. All coming back. I guess technically Bailey Hockman was the leading passer for NC State. Surely by volume, but if you go by yards or touchdowns per game, Devin Leary leads in both. Devin Leary leads in both. Our leading receivers. As far as touchdowns goes, uh, although Kerry Angeline was tied for the lead, again, he wasn't the sole holder of it. He was tied with Thayer Thomas for it. And coming in right one behind those two was Emeka Mezzi. We get Devin Carter back. The guy who was third on the team in receiving yards behind Mezzi and Thayer. There's the, the opportunity is going to be there. 
the opportunities are definitely going to be there for this team to go on and uh, do some great things and prove this list wrong, which I'd absolutely love to see. I don't know what the under-over is, but I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of disrespect in it, so bet the over. And speaking of betting, if you are doing any betting, do it at betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag has every type of bet that you could possibly need. And if you go to BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON, you get 50% off or a 50% bonus on whatever your first deposit is. It is literally free money, friends. I don't know who doesn't like free. I really and truly don't. You point me to five folks who don't like free and they'll be the first five I've ever met in my life. So, please... If you're doing any betting, go to betonline.ag. And always remember, if you are gambling, do so responsibly. Please do so responsibly, okay? Don't gamble money you can't afford to lose. Take care of yourself, even in that aspect, if you choose to uh, do some betting, all right? Again, betonline.ag. So we're going to wrap this thing up here in a few. uh, We're about to land this thing. But the fact of the matter is, looking back towards basketball here for a second, This loss was beyond tough. This loss to a team that has been off for that long. And it's it's one thing to see. Certain things you can expect. NC State having the rebound disadvantage the way they did, you expect that out of a team that's fresh. You expect that. You don't expect a team that hasn't played in two weeks to shoot almost 70% from three. You don't expect that. There's no way to see that coming. There is no way to see that coming. You expect a team that uh, hasn't played in that long to maybe uh, win the fast break points margin. You expect that. You expect them to, you know, seem to just get a little more length on their extension when they're uh, playing the passing lanes or, or going for a steal. You expect those things. You do not expect 70% from the floor. You don't expect that. Even without Manny, that was unacceptable. That was flatly unacceptable. And I get it. Again, the silver lining of all this, of course, you can say NC State still hasn't lost a game with all of their best guys healthy at once. But also, we need to talk about the fact that we're 10 games in. This is four losses. This is four different times that we haven't had all of our best guys healthy in 10 games. So at some point, you've got to accept, hey, this may be the new norm. This may be the new norm. This may be what we got to adjust to, what we got to rock with, what we got to deal with. This may be that. And if that is the case, you just deal with it and you go. You just deal with it and you go. As far as football in the uh, way too early top 25 rankings, of course, again, NC State is just – they're they're never gonna get the respect and and all that. Uh, the one the, the couple things I did find interesting here, I've always tell y'all about blue bloods and the affinity that people have with them. Texas somehow being number twenty one uh, is is just it's always beautiful to me. It's always beautiful to me after Texas's first couple wins, no matter who they're against, right? Like normally it's against uh, the southeastern Delta Valley State. A regional directional school for truck drivers and clowns. And then they get a, another win against a bottom feeder out of a Power 5 conference. Uh, regardless of what conference, it's always going to be a bottom feeder. It's going to be your 
your uh, Ole Miss or your Purdue or something like that, and and then everybody's gonna say, "Are they back?" Oh man, they just they just whooped the wheels off of Wake Forest and the the uh, the Northwestern Directional School for the Deaf and Blind. Are they back? Are they back? Is Texas back? Is Texas back? Again, take it with a grain of salt, folks. Take it with a grain of salt. Because at the end of the day, these players, these coaches, they still got to lace them up and go do the job. They still got to go do the job. Just like they say it's Texas back every year, and then by the end of the year, it's, oh, wow, another disappointing season. From the, you know, it's, it's plenty of teams like that in here. So take it with a grain of salt. Understand that I think that this Wolfpack team is going to be hungry. To not not the same hunger to prove people wrong, but the hunger knowing they're right there. Because honestly, in the ACC right now, I really do believe they're right there. Again, I've already said, it's Clemson and everybody else right now. Sure, sure, without a doubt. Not going to tell y'all no lies, say y'all no dreams. However, even if you say, well, the boys in blue, they look good. They've got a lot of speed. They hung in there with number five with a lot of their guys missing. Sure, sure. Not arguing that. But also, from year to year, the ACC has wild fluctuation of teams getting better, getting worse, getting... That's just how... That's the nature of the beast here. With that being said, hopefully NC State can be on a steadily upward trajectory because with the guys that NC State has um, at... At receiver, I don't – you can't tell me any group of DBs that you're like, ah, they can definitely shut these guys down. With the way that Leary flings that ball, you tell me who. You tell me who. You look at the running game. You look at the backs that we got coming back. Again, what – what? Uh, how many – how many schools have duos returning to have as many snaps, as many carries as those two, as many as Bam Knight, Ricky Person? Not many. Not many. How many defensive lines have a player that has as much experience or as many sacks as, as a Daniel Joseph? How many? That have as many tackles as a Peyton Wilson and Isaiah Moore a Drake Thomas. So, with that being said, take with a grain of salt. We're going to do what we got to do, as always. You know, everybody else got how the rankings. Uh, and, and in the words of Josh Allen, they'll do all the dancing, and we'll just work. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. Every time y'all come out, I appreciate it. Um, again, every day you got to drive into work, log into work. I'll be here for you. We adjusted the uh, schedule for Talking Wolfpack because of the game tonight. Um, and now, with that being said, Brett Freelander will be on tomorrow for Talking Wolfpack, all right? Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.